This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders Yankees podcast For Monday, April 12th, the Yankees lost two out of three to the Rays over the weekend. They won an extra innings game on Sunday. Puts their record at four and five after basically a week and a half of this regular season. Uh, They have uh, kind of teetered a little bit here. Gotten out of the gate slow. Have not hit very well. And you're looking for them to kind of get on that roll, get on a streak and show their potential because they've been relatively healthy. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, But a couple of things to remember or keep in mind about this series against the Rays over the weekend. Let's remember that Tampa Bay is still pretty good. And um, I think we kind of lose sight of that sometimes. Listen, the Yankees are supposed to win every game, and I get that. And they're, they're favorites in the division, and we're still a long ways away from that. But I think we always kind of underestimate who Tampa Bay is because of the way they go about their business. Keep in mind that, you know, they got rid of Blake Snell, let Charlie Morton go, and we think, okay, they're going to take a step back. But think about what the Rays know. The Rays know that for them to compete, and they always do compete, that they need pitching, right? Especially in the AL East. So it always makes me worry when the Rays give away pitching. I actually think the opposite. When people think, oh, they're going to take a step back, I think, hmm, what do they know that we don't? What are they hiding that we don't know yet? And right now, they're putting together a pretty good staff, and they're putting together a decent team. So far, they're only four and five, and who knows how they've they've had a lot of injuries, so who knows what a long season will do to them. But in order to look at the Rays on an everyday basis and look at them when you're coming to a game, you, you can't dismiss them. And this is not a 100-loss Rays team, I don't think. Uh, we'll see how this plays out. This is a competitive team uh, with some guys, a lot of guys who were on the AL champions last year. Randy Orozarena is going to torment the Yankees a lot. Uh, this is a pretty good player, I think we've uh, we found. He's unlocked something after really what happened in the postseason last year. He looks to be carrying this over, at least against the Yankees he did, and this guy is a real threat, so we'll see what he does. Remember, the Yankees and Rays play again next weekend. They play 19 times in all. You didn't see any incidents in this past weekend series, but you saw you know a little bit of friction with the hit-by-pitches. And that's something to keep in mind because these guys are going to, you know, the tempers will erupt at some point. Somebody's going to get hit and not like it. This is going to be a continuing part. And we're going to see how this plays out for the Yankees and Rays next weekend when they play a three-game series at Yankee Stadium. Aaron Judge missed a couple of games and it was a very big storyline for the week. Trying to figure out what exactly was happening with Judge and the side injury, soreness, whatever they were saying was keeping him out. It wasn't exactly an injury. Judge was pretty vague. Aaron Boone was pretty vague. And that part is 
more frustrating because we know Judge's injury history. And it feels like there's something not being told because, you know, you have a lot invested in this player and you want to see this player on the field. Uh, I'm talking about you as a fan. Emotionally, you're invested in wanting to see this player on the field, wanting to see the Yankees' best player in the field. And the injuries the last few years have, um, have been extremely frustrating. And you look at Judge, miss a couple of games, and you want to know what's happening. Well, he came back, back in the lineup on Saturday and Sunday. Um, and not, you know he had a pretty good couple of games before that uh, against Baltimore before he uh, had this issue and uh, was in the lineup. Nothing outrageous, but he played two days in a row. Played on that turf, so good. Uh, he's in the lineup and he's okay. It is not a long-term thing. Judge himself talked about kind of wanting to be smart and knowing his own history, not wanting this to turn into something. So cutting back on the workload for a couple of days and then getting back in the lineup. As frustrating as that is to hear about you know, the reasons for it, it actually sounds pretty smart to keep this from going forward because let's keep in mind this is not just a Yankees issue. As of Monday morning, here are some of the players that are on the injured list less than two weeks into the season. These are players, and that's and that's one of the arguments. You know, you hear it's they haven't even played 10 games. How can these guys get hurt? How can these guys need days off? Here is a list of the players that is the players that are on the injured list right now as of Monday. Tim Anderson, Miguel Cabrera, Cody Bellinger, Josh Donaldson, Fernando Tatis Jr., and George Springer. Here's a list of players that are in the day-to-day, missing a couple of games list. Alex Bregman, Anthony Rendon, Mookie Betts, Christian Yelich, Cabrian Hayes. There are a handful of MVPs on this list. Batting champ, a rookie of the year candidate, high-priced, high-paid players. These are the guys that other teams are counting on to be in their lineup as much as possible, too, and for various reasons, they are not. This is not a problem unique to the Yankees, although I understand how when we focus on the Yankees and we see the hits they've taken and some of their high-paid players, now listen, most of their players are high-paid, high so that's going to be an issue when one of them gets hurt. But this is not unique to the Yankees. Less than two weeks into the season, the Yankees have actually been relatively healthy. The fact that Judge only missed two games is actually pretty good news. Uh, Luke Voigt is the biggest hit they've taken to the injured list as from a position player standpoint. Um, so I think it's actually, if you look at the way the rest of the league has gone you might understand that the Yankees are actually in pretty good shape here and the judge missing two games is not the end of the world, although I completely understand why we're looking at it the way we do because of his history the last few years and the the sketchy nature of the information that comes out. And a lot of of that really comes from Judge, too. If you go back to 2017 with his shoulder injury, he never really gave out much information about that. We were watching, and this is back when we were in the clubhouse every day and could see him and talk to him, not like now. Um, You could see the ice pack on his shoulder, and you could see a timeline that indicated maybe there was a cortisone shot that, that made things better because it improved pretty drastically at a certain point. Yet Judge was not admitting to any of that stuff. So he keeps a lot of this close to the vest too. And specifically with Judge, when Aaron Boone or Brian Cashman do not divulge a whole lot, I feel like Judge might be driving this 
bus a little bit too because they do give you specific specific information about other players about tests they've undergone and about what the results are judge it's always a little iffy and i think a lot of that really comes from the player uh wanting to keep it that way so for now judge is healthy we'll see how many games he plays this week the yankees have the three straight against toronto remember that is not on turf that is in dunedin in florida um and we'll see how um, how he comes through that, and then there's an off day, uh, a weekend series against the Rays back home, and then another off day. So uh, a lot of uh, rest built into the schedule for the pitchers as well. We'll see how the Yankees uh, use that. Jordan Montgomery had a pretty pretty good. You know, I've, I've talked before about how I, how important I think Montgomery is because you know he missed bulk of 18 and 19 seasons coming back from Tommy John and 20 was the shortened season this is really the first chance we're getting in four years to get an extended look at Jordan Montgomery and I think he's itching for this too uh he has some chances here to really push forward and um and build on that promise from 2017 his first outing was a tremendous one I think that this one was this one wasn't great but I think he did a really good job of kind of steadying the ship and getting through five innings. He pitched into the sixth. He was probably one batter away from leaving this ball game in the third, and he worked into the sixth inning. He didn't get an out in the sixth inning, walked the leadoff batter, and then was removed. But to recover from the two-run homers that he gave up in the second and the third innings and push it forward into the sixth inning, I thought that set the Yankees up for victory as much as anything else that happened later on. Now, the bullpen obviously did real good work, as they have continued to do. Chad Green, Darren O'Day, rolled as Chapman on Sunday. We know what kind of work Jonathan Loisega has put in. Uh, Green looked better on Sunday than I think he did at any of the other points during the course of the season, uh, early part of the season so far. He is as valuable as anybody else in that bullpen because of what he can do, especially in those multi-inning situations as well. But it led the Yankees to extra innings, where after losing a couple of extra innings games uh, in the opening week, they won a game in extra innings on Sunday, and um, you know less complaining I would think about this, about the extra innings rules when you win a game, but maybe not. I know there are people who aren't fans of it. I gave my reasons as to why uh, I kind of am okay with this and even kind of like this idea, um, and you can go back and listen to that in uh, last week's podcast. Uh, you will hear my reasons for the extra innings rule. Now, on Sunday night and Earlier in the weekend against the, when the Mets home opener, you saw issues with replay in the Phillies-Braves game and in the Mets game with Michael Conforto and the hit-by-pitch. Hit and, and rightly, it leads people to wonder why replay exists because, you know, if you can't get these calls right or, or push forward the, um, the scope of it to make sure you get these calls right, well, then, yeah, it does leave a gaping hole. But I keep coming back to this idea when I see people say, you know, you should just get rid of it uh, just get rid of it altogether if you're not going to use it. Well, you know that's not going to happen. And the reason that's not going to happen is because you still have HDTV and slow motion instant replay. If you want replay as a tool to go away, then you have to take everybody's TVs out and put in the old-fashioned sets, maybe even black and white sets, so we can't see uh, what we're missing. And that's why replay exists, is because the TV technology shows you every day what the human eyes are missing. Now, they're still missing some things, and they're getting some things wrong. That's part of the process. That has to continue to evolve and get better, and we will continue to complain about that, I'm sure, for good reason. But let's not pretend that you can just throw replay away and forget about it 
um, because everybody at home is going to be watching a different game than the people at the ballpark, if that's the case. Does it slow things down? Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a, it, it's a really annoying part of games where you have to stop the momentum of everything that's happening and watch the umpires stand around. And let's, let's keep in mind, watching the umpires jog over to put the headset on is nothing but for a TV visual to show you that something's happening because they're not doing anything. The people in the replay center in New York are doing all the work, but you can't have everybody standing around and doing nothing. So in order to build some visual into oh, they're going to look at the replay now, you have the umpires jogging over, putting on the headset, and you can put a sponsor's logo on this, and you can say, okay, here's what's happening. But if everybody's just standing there and then has something relayed to them from New York, well, it's not quite as big a visual. So I understand the optics of what they're doing, but keep in mind, those umpires in the field really aren't doing anything when it comes to uh, the replay. Anyway, the whole system is constantly being evolved and evaluated and hopefully one day it will be you know less uh, it'll be a little bit more foolproof you know it, there will be fewer and fewer holes in the system as we get going Yankees and Blue Jays for three games in Dunedin, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, off day Thursday, and a three-game series coming up against the Rays. Garrett Cole pitches the opener on Monday night. Uh, he is, of course, the Yankees' ace, and the hope for the Yankees is that he continues to pitch like it to keep the other members of the staff where they're supposed to be. The sure thing has to be the sure thing if you're the New York Yankees, and Garrett Cole is their sure thing. Remember to subscribe to WFAN's Baseball Insiders on your podcast platforms at Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports delivered to you. We are at you a couple times a week during this regular season. Hope you're enjoying them. Hey, go ahead and review too and let us know how you feel. And uh, we will see you uh, the next time uh, coming up on Thursday of this week. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.